can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. So Hannah and I are back in the recording studio for the first time. I feel awkward, like I can't stare into your eyes. Like stop (laughs) looking at me without blinking. I hate it. (laughs) I'm really enjoying this, being back in the studio because we can hear ourselves again. We normally can't hear ourselves talking when we record. We are also filming and I turned up with full like glam and Crocs. Yes. And you- <laughs> I, I saw her get out of her car and I went, okay. <laughs> These Crocs Thailand. aren't going anywhere. They're yeah. my favourite shoes. Okay. Yeah. I think you might have to diversify a little bit. I'm in Melbourne. hoping. I don't no, think you'll I get think- away with them in winter. You've come back at a good time. Yeah. The weather's warming I love up. them. They're so mm. comfortable. So Hannah, a bone that I wanted to pick was about a TikTok trend because yes. as we know with TikTok trends, often they are pre-existing things that just get... Yes, renamed like like quiet quitting is just doing your job, like doing (laughs) like what is in your job description. I don't understand quiet quitting. Yeah, there's so many things. That's just not going above and beyond your pay grade. Like good on you. Yeah, just do what you're meant to do with nothing else. (laughs) Yeah. So one of those trends is skin cycling, which everybody's been asking when I do like a question box on Instagram, people are like, do you do skin cycling? I'm like, isn't that just a skincare routine? Isn't <laughs> okay. that what we've been doing this whole time? Well, I don't even know. I'm not on TikTok. What's so skin, skin cycling? So skin cycling, people are saying it's a four-day routine, like it's a four-day cycle. So yep. one night you do your exfoliation with your AHAs or BHAs or both. Your second night you use a retinoid and then this, the following two nights are like recovery nights. So you would use so- something like Basically as recommended on the packet, as the directions as per you. Use as per the directions. But that's what you would normally do in a skincare routine. You would do your exfoliation on a different night to your retinoid and then the following night you wouldn't use anything strong. You'd probably use your ingredients like alpha H vitamin E, gestate lauder advanced night repair, those kind of reparative ingredients. Yes. So I just want to say for people who have been wondering about skin cycling, it's just a regular skincare routine. Yep. Just keep doing what you're doing Yeah, because it's probably correct and you don't need to change it up. I think TikTok, I think the Gen Zs love to think they, they came, up with, came it. up with it and it's like yes. something that's always been it's around. Like- that's not new. Get over yourself. I, now that I think about it, quiet quitting is actually just work-life balance. Like that term's <laughs> been around for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's skin cycling. But I just, I really needed to get that off my chest today. Yeah. But you put up a Instagram story asking for questions about hickeys. Oh, yes. Love butts, as yes. also called. So that's what we're going to be talking about today in our cringy convo. And then Yads is joining us to talk about why your skincare products might not be working. And of course, and of the course products, our products we didn't, we didn't know, know we needed. needed. So on today's cringy convo, we're talking about love bites, also known as hickeys. And I wanted to start with what is a hickey? I think people know what it is. And Mm. I sort of was on the internet and I don't know how I ended up here, but I ended up on, you know, those wiki hows? Yes. Wikihow.com. Yeah. And they've actually got one, how to give someone a hickey. Oh, they've got (laughs) a wiki how for everything, don't they? (laughs) I died. Like I literally died laughing. So 
Firstly, like a hickey is when you basically suck someone's skin hard enough that it bursts the blood vessel yeah. so it creates a bruise. Yeah. Um, but I have to before I get – I basically did an Instagram story and said like send in your cringy hickey or love bite stories. So we'll get to that in a minute. But I wanted to give a couple of tips from this wikihow.com. Are they really from the wikihow.com article? Yeah, they are. I've never given a hickey, by the way. Yeah, so it was very – it was actually really helpful if I ever need to give one. <laughs> I'm way too old to give hickeys or receive them. But tip one is build up the tension. Don't just dive directly into your partner's neck and go in for the hickey. Spend some time kissing and French kissing first, then move your lips to your partner's throat. Start with light kisses, then move into harder and more insistent kisses around the throat and collarbone. If your partner seems to enjoy it, you're probably clear to move into giving a hickey, but you should always check in with them first. Always check in with them first. What if they have like a big meeting or job interview? Just don't do it. Who wants that on their neck for a whole week? Well, according to the messages that I got, there's quite a few people giving hickeys around town. (laughs) So the other tip that they had, this is how you give a hickey. Suck the skin. The key here is to suck hard enough to break the capillaries just beneath the skin, but not so hard that you cause your partner too much pain. You will need to suck for 20 to 30 seconds in order to make a mark. But I loved this part. Remember, break up the sucking. If 30 solid seconds of hickey making strikes you as too weird, try 10 seconds, some kissing, and then another 10 seconds in the same spot and so on. (laughs) I feel like this website would be frequented by like teenagers. Like who is looking at this website? Question. Yes. Have you ever given or received a hickey? Not that I can recall. I can't I've recall got a really bad either. memory, but I I think I'd remember that. I literally cannot remember a time that I've ever I, I remember it was quite a popular thing to do when you were young. You reckon? I remember people doing it when I was young. Okay. I mean maybe I did. By people do menu. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I cannot recall. I don't, okay. I honestly right. don't know. I don't well, know. I want to hear some of these stories that you've got for us. Okay, I loved this one. <laughs> this person said, being the mother of teenage boys and seeing hickeys on them is so awkward. Oh, that would be. Oh, can yeah. you imagine? So another girl actually has a birthmark that looks like a hickey on oh, her neck. Oh, no. People oh. would ask her all the time as well. The thing that came across was people came up with the weirdest excuses. So this one, my boss saw it. I said it was a mark from a tight wetsuit zipper on my neck when I was surfing. Really quick thinking it's on niche. quick it's thinking niche. on the feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another like one. That. Had one. Mum asked what was on my neck. I told her it was from when I fell downstairs. Did you fall neck first? <laughs> like and snap your neck? Like what? <laughs> I fell down the stairs. Wow. So another one, what the hell's going on here? But this girl, I got one on my arm and it was the size of an orange. On her arm. On her arm. Why are you getting it? That's not the usual place. And why is it that big? Mm. (laughs) Oh, and another place that people really like to give hickeys apparently is on the chin. What? Yeah, sucking on someone's chin. And leaving a bruise on the chin. I know. I've never heard of that. I've never heard that in my life. Never heard of that. (laughs) I think this sounds... Go girl. (laughs) She got got a hickey from Thursday Night Man. And then Friday Night Man apologised thinking it was him. (laughs) 
Go girl. (laughs) You get it. (laughs) Here's another one. This is a good one. Although, I don't know. I told my mum it was a hair straightener burn at her 50th birthday party. But hair straightener burns aren't bruises, so that doesn't... Yeah, but they do look red. Yeah, that's so true. They can I thought that similar. was a I thought that actually... It's a good excuse. Uh, you falling down the stairs versus hair straightener burn. Yeah. Oh, this one. I took photos of hickeys on part... Like, she took photos... She had hickeys on her boobs and took a photo and, and accidentally sent it to her mum. <laughs> And then... How does that happen? So she sent it to her mum, but her mum was next to her. (gasps) And so guess what her excuse was about why she had bruises on her boobs? What? I said they were from a crowded dance floor from the night before. Can you not think of anything better? Who's bumping your boobs so hard on a dance floor? You've got about a 10 second. Yeah, that's true. She did the best she could. (laughs) Honestly, if if it was my mum, I would just tell her the truth. Yes, you would tell Linda the truth. (laughs) You told her a lot worse. (laughs) That's true. Oh, my God, this one. I don't like this dad. (laughs) Gave my then partner a hickey. His dad saw it and talked to him about things you only do with your wife, not your girlfriend. (laughs) Um, What? (laughs) I can think of way worse things. Like what? Just like you only give your wife a hickey. No, you give your high school boyfriend a hickey. Yeah, you're not not doing that when you're of married age. (laughs) So here's a couple that I got like longer messages. Mm -hmm. This person said, the single funniest hickey excuse I've ever heard. One of my mates in high school had a whopper and we asked what he said to his parents. I told them I was vacuuming up the top of my wardrobe, so I'd taken the end of the vacuum (laughs) off to try and get into the corners. But I fell and the vacuum fell on top of me and sucked my (laughs) neck and now I have this bruise. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. That's something, that's a really good excuse. That is a good one. Like like so much detail. I was trying to get right in the corners. That's where the lie is, when you're giving too much detail. (laughs) All right. So so I was in Europe backpacking, fresh out of a four-year relationship, drunk in a club, and I got vampired. There is no other word. I had no idea until I was on the train and some German lady gasped and kept saying something and pointing to my neck. She was horrified. I'm going to (laughs) actually – this doesn't look good. This looks like a crime scene. Oh, my God. Literally. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like an episode of SVU. Anyway, she was getting hickeys at the club. And, and she didn't know that, or I swear, hickeys actually are quite. You would be able to uh, tell be, if that was happening, surely. Yeah, but she was probably in the heat of the moment. Okay. <laughs> this is my high school boyfriend and I were playing around and gave each other hickeys on our faces. The teacher was obviously asking questions about that. What's going on? And she had to lie, and she said. Her brother and her had were wrestling and it was an accident. That's a bad excuse. Yeah, not a good <laughs> that's one. Not, that's red not flag. Not a good one. <laughs> Why are you wrestling? <laughs> Can you think of anything else? I was wrestling with my brother. Yeah, you fell um, down the stairs. I wouldn't be hickeying on the face. No way. No. <laughs> Stay clear of that. This is the last one. Another terrible excuse. I had accidentally given my now husband a gigantic hickey and we were seeing his parents the next night for dinner. His mum asked what was on his neck and he panicked and he said that a kid in his primary school class had thrown a chair at him. (laughs) Mum's probably marched down to the school. Son's getting bullied. Honestly, I've never heard worse excuses for why. I think the best excuse 
was the vacuum oh, falling on your it neck? Was, no, the hair straightener one's the best <laughs> no, one. I feel like that vacuum creative, one. Vacuum. I'd be using that one. Yeah. Oh, no, that's it. Sorry. I thought I had more. <laughs> Do you have a personal story? I really that? wish that I did, but. I don't, and I feel I've passed the age where I'm gonna do that. If you rocked up here with a hickey, I if we don't if, know what if I we done. record again, <laughs> idea. Yeah. Okay. Next time we come in to record, I'll get a hickey the night before, and then let's who? get. You're doing long distance. No, no, no. <laughs> He'll be here by then. Okay. So then we'll get the it cosmetics. Bye bye. Oh, poor yes. under eye. Bye bye under bye eye. Bye bye under eye concealer, yes. and we'll test it out on oh, the hickeys. That's, that's a hot tip for you. Get if you've got a hickey yep. and you need to hide it from someone. Yeah. Get the under it covers eye. tattoos. It, covers it, it must show them what it covers on the camera. Oh, I don't want to. It's looking so bad. I'm getting it removed. Yeah, so well, she's having. I'm she's getting, it getting it removed. <laughs> so I think that if a concealer can cover that, it can surely cover it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you can also color correct it too. Yeah. So let's, we'll do that next time. Mm. I'll um, take right. one for the team. Cool. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I'll get it on my chin. I'll do a chin. I'll get no. The neck will do. So today we have a repeat guest back on the potty, Yads Couchy. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me again. Our pleasure. We always love having you on. Today we're going to be busting a bit of a myth or answering a question that a lot of people would have. And that question is, why aren't my skincare products working? So I thought you'd be the perfect person to answer this. Let's jump into it. So what are the key reasons that someone might not be seeing results from using skincare products? So I actually wrote an article about this for Beauty IQ. So I'm going to go through some of those points that I put in there. And we'll link that article for everyone in the episode notes as well. But I think the main thing that I see in clinic is that people aren't consistent. So People swap and change their products really frequently. You're not going to get results from products if you are changing your products too often. Mm -hmm. So you need to be using your products consistently. Overusing active skincare is another big one as well. Like a lot of people want to go really, really hard with their products because they think the more they use their active skincare, the quicker and the better results that they'll get. But honestly, that will just put everything back and it, it can make things worse for a lot of people. Yeah. Using the wrong products all your products have expired. So it's really, really important to make sure that the products that you're using haven't expired. So checking them every six months, a lot of them have that little symbol on the side of the packet which looks like a little jar that's opening and it usually says 6, 12 or 24. That means that once your product has opened, you've got six months to use it. So that's also a really common thing. But there's also lifestyle changes. So stress, lack of sleep, anyone that's going through hormonal changes, you know, I know that when I fell pregnant a little while ago, but I found like a lot of the skincare that I was using, I just couldn't use anymore because my skin and my hormonal changes were so intense that I had to change my entire skincare. And the last one is not seeing a professional. So a lot of people self-prescribe their skincare and not really understanding why they're using the products they're using or their skin type or their concerns. So totally. sometimes if you are very confused, see a professional and just get the, a little bit of advice because 
it's going to be better for your skin in the long run. Mm, I can't tell you how many people I've come across that even just today, I was speaking to Nikita in our team. She was like, yep, so I'm using the La Roche-Posay niacinamide. And then after that, I'm using the Aspect Extreme B17. And I was like, they're both the same niacinamide. <laughs> Why are you using both of them? And she was like, oh, I didn't know they were a different thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. you should know that. <laughs> you work here. So I can't tell you how many times I see that. It's so common too. And I often find sometimes I'll be doing a consultation and someone will have their main concern is acne and they literally have no other serum or product in their routine except for like a vitamin C. Yeah. I'm like, but why are you using vitamin C? It doesn't directly target the acne. They're just using it because it's a popular ingredient and they think that they should be using it. So if you're confused, talk to someone because it's going to help you definitely. And again, with the going too hard, I really love the gym analogy. Yeah. You need to stick at the gym for probably three months to see results, to see more muscle, whatever it is. If you go in all guns blazing, you're probably going to injure yourself. Same situation with your skin. So think of that next time you try and jump into it. You overdo it and then you can't walk for a week. Yeah. That's like your skin. You can't then use your actives yeah. for a week. <laughs> exactly. So it's the same thing. Always think of that if you attempted to go in hard. And I think we've all done it too. Like it's not yeah. just like I've done it. Like I, I see results from like a, a retinol and I'm really loving it. And I'm like, okay, I'll just use it one extra night and see yeah. how it goes. One <laughs> yeah. extra night and you wake up and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> and on the topic of active, so I guess if someone has been using sort of the same retinol day in, well, every night, not day in, day out, and they're starting to not sort of see like the same results that they initially did. Is it time for them to like increase the strength of products like retinol? Yes, definitely. So when you should up the strength of your products like retinol really depends on your skin's response to the products that you're using. So let's say a really popular brand is Medicaid. We all know Medicaid Crystal Retinol. I stock that in clinic. It's stocked at Adore Beauty. I usually tell people, you know, if you're using, let's say you start on the level one or the level three and you go through the entire bottle and you're using it, your skin's fine, you're using it five to se- even seven nights a week, because some people do, you need to up the strength. If you're not mm-hmm. really seeing results, then you need to up the strength of it. I'm not super familiar with all different brands. It's usually just like the brands that I stock and, and I know when to move people up. So obviously talk to your clinician, talk to who has provided you advice on the vitamin A. But If you're able to tolerate a vitamin A five to seven nights, you need to switch the strength if you want to kind of continue to see improvements. Yep. And for Hannah and I that are a little bit more retinol sensitive, you can stay on the same one. You don't have to migrate up. Totally. (laughs) Definitely. Stay in your comfort zone. Or you could do clinical treatments. You know, they go hand in hand with vitamin A. You know, you could do vitamin A peels in clinic or something that will kind of enhance the results that way without you needing to step it up. And, this, you know, a lot of people with sensitive skin are fine to stay on the strength. If their skin is happy, if they're happy with the way that their skin is, that's fine as well. I get really nervous about high strength retinols. Like I know I'm at the stage now I've been using the Alpha H, the Midnight, what's it called? Midnight Recovery? Midnight Reboot. Midnight Reboot. <laughs> Definitely not a recovery product. No, and I can use that pretty much 
every night and not have any problems. So like, I know I've got to like step it up a little bit, but I've just had experiences where I've like been sent a product that's ultra high strength retinol and it just like burns my skin off. And then I just like can't go back. Yeah. I just can't stop flaking. My skin just does not stop flaking. And then I'm like, I just can't, I'm not not adjusting to this. And I've got the complete opposite problem where my skin, because I've treated it so much, it's like a brick. Like I really need the highest strength retinol to like see anything. And sometimes I'll get a product and I'm like, this is nothing. It's not doing anything. And then you talk to other people and they use the same product and they're like, actually that burnt my face off. So everyone is very different. Everyone's different. And in terms of, you mentioned earlier around consistency, not changing your products too often. How long should you wait to see if your skincare is working? Now, obviously this is going to differ depending on what ingredient is in that serum that you're using or product you're using. Things like moisturizers and cleansers are pretty instant, I would say. You'll know whether you like them within a week. Things like hyaluronic acid are really instant as well, but generally skincare takes anywhere between eight to 12 months to see like a proper change in the skin. Pigment serums, especially eight to 12 weeks, I would wait. Retinoids, anywhere between six weeks to six months. Although like I swear you you see improvements, you know, three months time, you'll, you'll definitely see improvements, but my skin now is very different to the way it was one year ago. So it can take years and you don't really notice until you look back at old photos. And you're like, wow, my skin is really different. So continue to use those products. And it depends what you're trying to treat with the retinoids as well. So acne will obviously be quicker because you're treating the acne. But for concerns like aging, it can take months for you to notice. Exfoliants are pretty instant as well, but the results get better with time. So I would say four to six weeks for exfoliants as well. So stick out at people, don't give up, <laughs> be consistent. Yeah. And do you sort of have any tips to make your skincare products more effective? My number one tip would be to have a chat to a professional because they will be able to guide you on whether you've got the right products to begin with. But little things that you can do in your skincare routine, a lot of people don't actually cleanse properly. So I would say make sure that you're cleansing your skin properly, especially at the end of the day. Make sure that you're wiping your face with a white towel and that you have no makeup on the towel because if your skin is still dirty, if you've still got makeup or SPF on it when you're applying your serums, they're obviously not going to work as well and don't overuse actives because it's not going to get you quicker results. And my last question was going to be how important is layering of products, which I think kind of ties into Hannah's question about making them more effective is kind of using your products in the correct way. And I guess that's where the professional guidance can come in because some people really know what they're doing and will know like, I'm not going to use my vitamin C with my retinoid and and things like that. But generally, like I would say 80% of people that I talk to, 90% of people, I really like to simplify things really, really easily. So I would say thinnest to thickest is like a general guide for serums Mm -hmm. that um, most people can follow, knowing that you want to use your antioxidants, hydrators in the morning and really focusing on the active ingredients at night. Products and brands can be layered together. So it depends on the brand and the formula and all of the things. But to really, really simplify things, keep your antioxidants and hydrators in the morning, thinnest to thickest. At nighttime, apply your retinoids and exfoliants on separate nights. You can layer them with niacinamide and hyaluronic acid and things at night, but antioxidants in the morning. Yeah, it is really good to get the guidance from someone that knows what they're doing You could either catch Yads and James on Dial-A-Dermal or you can go on our YouTube channel or you can listen to this podcast and we'll try and help you as best we can. But it is tricky out there when there's so many products to choose from and everyone on every other platform is telling you what you need to buy and what you need to use and it's confusing. 
when you first start getting into skincare, it can feel overwhelming. But I think once people start to take a, a bit more of a deep dive, understand their skin, understand their concerns and know what they're using and why, which is the most important thing. So every product in your routine needs to have a purpose. I 100% I could not agree more. I think you get such a better understanding of what you're doing when you actually know what your products do. Like, why am I actually using this? Do I know what it does for my skin? Do I know what it's targeting? Is it right for me? Yeah. It just makes such a difference to you understanding your skin and what it needs. And I honestly reckon that reduces your chance of impairing your barrier. Because if you're having a little bit of a sensitive moment and you know that this product has AHAs in it, you're probably not going to use that that night and you might opt for something more hydrating or whatever it might be. So it can help. Knowledge is power. Definitely. And I also think like understanding your own skin and not being swayed by other people's yes. experiences and products because sometimes you'll see people use a stronger retinoid or you see someone use a vitamin C and you're like, well, why am I getting irritated with that product? If it's working so well for them or if it's not working for you, don't use it. It's fine. Find something else. Awesome. Thanks, Yads, for joining us again. That's very helpful information. I'm sure we'll chat to you again soon. Thanks for having me. Product we didn't know we needed. Did we ever used to do this? I don't remember. Did we used to bring our product? Never. In? I no, don't think we did. We were baby podcasters. Yeah, but we were also just we would be running from the office between oh, like meetings. We'd yeah. have to get back there. It was a hectic time. I actually have something for you because my oh. product didn't know I needed today. Yes, is a Huda Beauty product. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> I've got a whole bag of products. I'm for you. so happy. All my makeup since I've been in Thailand is expired, I yeah. think. <laughs> so my product I didn't know I needed is the Huda Beauty Cheeky Tint Blush Stick. It is in the shade Coral Cutie. As Ooh. you can see on camera. Do I have one of those? You do have one Ooh. of these. So I want you to try it. Okay. While we're here. Okay. Not mine. You can have oh. your own. <laughs> I'm wearing it today for those that are seeing this on video. It is a cream blush. Thirst stick. trap juice. You know how mm, we feel about the thirst yes. traps. Yeah, we love a thirst We've trap. We've had to put them. I know. We've had to, <laughs> We've had to say goodbye to the thirst traps. The thirst traps are I over. I was yeah. trying to get attention um, <laughs> on Hinge and Instagram. <laughs> Those days are over. I do miss when you used to get a really good shot though and then you'd be like, oh, that's going to go so well on my Hinge profile. <laughs> All right, so you've got a different shade to me. I've got like a really bright shade. No, you've like got more of shade. like a very well. You don't, Hannah. You barely work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Take what you can get. Thank you. Sorry, I'm not complaining. <laughs> no, that is a nice shade. I've swatched that. Not oh, your okay. exact one, but I've swatched another one. I want you to use it and see how it looks. Oh, it is a nice shade. Yeah. I purposefully didn't. And because you've got like a more olive skin tone, I think that looks really nice. Oh, too much? I think you went a bit too bit hard too there. Hard. That's fine. Blend it out. Yeah, that's cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you look nice. <laughs> oh, look at you with a little flush of colour. Oh. That looks really nice. Very nice. I Thank really you. like that shade on you. What shade is that? What's it called? Rebel Red. Oh. Perfect. So there's a few other shades of this one. There's Baddie Berry, Perky Peach, and Proud Pink. And then Rebel Red and Coral Cutie. The coral is really nice. Yep, it is nice. I think this would probably be really good for maybe a, a fair to medium skin tone. Yeah. I don't know how it would show up on a deeper skin tone because obviously I've got very fair skin, but it shows up really nicely for me. So it's $38, mm -hmm. which I don't think is ridiculous. It's not the cheapest blush stick you can buy, but it is a beautiful texture. I'm loving it. Everyone in the office is loving it. 
we can't stop talking about the Huda Beauty stuff, which we'll talk about more, I think, next week. Now that I have. Once you've tried everything. But yes, beautiful product, highly recommend, and it's going to be a staple in my routine. I can't stop looking at you now. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks really nice. So I wanted to choose something that would look good on camera. Mm. I have chosen the Anastasia Beverly Hills. It's the Sun Dripped Glow Kit. I'll show you first. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, if you can't see it because you haven't watched the video, it's a highlighter palette and it's got four different shades. So Mm -hmm. it's got bronzed, summer, tourmaline. Moonstone. Mm. That'd be a good one for makeup artists to have in their kit because yeah. you could use like any of those tones on any skin Well, tone. the way I would use it is the bronze would be more like Great for, for the bronze. Shadow. No, I'd use that more as like a oh. like a little bit as a bronzer. It's just to add shimmery. Just add a little bit. I always okay. just add just, just a tiny bit, but yeah. I wouldn't use that. Like if I'm using that on the cheekbone, mm. but then I would probably go in with summer mm-hmm. or moonstone for like just on the lip. Yeah. Maybe a little bit on the nose. A little bit on the nose. Where else do you put highlighter? On top of your cheekbones, your brow bone. Oh, yeah. So you'd, you'd also use it there. Mm-hmm. They do look really pigmented, but I only, when I'm doing highlighter, just do a little bit. Do you see yeah. those videos on Instagram where people just go like hectic yes. on the, And it looks really good in the ring light. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, then you go out. In the day, it's not, not so good. And then you sit under a downlight and it's no too good. Too much. But you know so what? I just think a the bit. highlighter is dead. I think the oh, blush stick is where it's at. The okay. cream blush, the I cream bronzer, the cream, cream blush. that's where it's at. Whereas maybe like 2016 I think was like the powder highlighter era. Everybody had a powder yeah. highlighter. I can't tell you the last time I used a highlighter. I do it if I'm doing like a bronzy eye, I'll definitely, because I have that Anastasia Beverly Hills eye palette. And so yeah. I have like, if I do a bronzy eye, then I'll do a little bit of highlighter. But you also use a more matte foundation. So I think for you, a, yeah, the that's highlight true. is I don't have any dewiness in. in my foundation. So yeah. like I need to add a little bit of glow. Whereas I already with look a powder. Wet, yes, so. that's true. <laughs> like a wet fetus in the, in the womb of your mother. In my amniotic fluid. <laughs> amniotic fluid that's joe's that's what she's going for don't lie uh, no that is what yeah, i'm going for totally. 100%. yeah i went to james vivian the other day and they said oh what do you want done on yourself today fetus face and i said make me look like an embryo <laughs> yeah that's what you want you do because your your skin's kind of translucent mm, yeah it is almost see-through you can almost see the structures of my skin <laughs> <Yeah>. underneath <laughs> okay now we have to discuss the newest celebrity skincare ranges to come out. By the time you guys hear this episode, this is probably like a week old news. Can I just say, dear celebrities, like we don't stop want your it. skincare lines. Stop like we don't want to use your products. <laughs> like you have to stop. So leave it to morning, the professionals. I wake up today, Travis Barker. Crazy. Of all, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be judgmental, but nothing about him looks like it's anti-aging. <laughs> Did you say sorry to be judgmental? Yeah, (laughs) I'm not, but yeah. I don't want to use his skincare. What does Travis Barker know about skincare? Nothing. Nothing. Then I see Brad Pitt on Vogue. I'll take his skincare. Um, We're going to insert the audio of him speaking to Vogue on Instagram. You can see it on their Instagram at Vogue Beauty. It's very simple. I got a morning wash. I do my serum. I do my day cream and I'm done. I'm out the door. And then at night, I do my little wash. I am committed to the, to the wash. I do my serum and I do the night cream. Done. Done. So that's me. 
That man looks amazing. I'll give him that. He does look great. He's an attractive man. Yeah. But I think one of those face creams is like $385. Is it his face cream? So he worked with this other company to develop it, but he's strictly not the face of it apparently. But why is he doing promotional videos? I don't know. Why is he it? promoting it on Vogue? I don't know. But- Do you know, I loved the video because Joe sent it to me this morning and he was like, he calls it, what is he? He doesn't call it cleanser. He calls it a wash. I think he calls it face wash. Fa- a Hang wash. On, let's, I think let's he just calls it a it. wash. He says it in that way. He talks kind of slow. I wash my face. I put my serum on and then I put my cream on. Like it was just very simple. It's very simple. I got a morning wash. A morning wash. I do my day cream and I'm done. I'm out the door. I'm done. So that's me. (laughs) So that's me. (laughs) It's like, honestly, that I felt like that clip was like a joke scene from Ocean's Eleven. Honestly, like, honestly, it seems like he was taking the piss out of skincare and this is all going to come out as it was just a. Yeah, we were pulling our leg. But I just wish they would stop. Just, we've had enough of your skincare routines and skincare lines. Well, really, what they're doing is they're just using the followers and that's what they have. Yes. Followers and influence, that's what they're but bringing see, to the table. But see, when someone that actually knows something about skin or is known for their skin yeah. brings out a skincare line, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Like Hayley Bieber, for example, everyone talks about how beautiful her skin is. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense that she would have No, it. not for me. But <laughs> Travis Barker, what the f***? <laughs> actually, the men's skincare line that I thought was quite, was really good was Brel's. Yeah, that was good, actually. Yeah. Caroline Haran said she approved of that one oh, as well. Oh, there so. we go. I actually and he also, does have beautiful skin. Yes. Yeah. Unlike Travis. He does. He is ageing backwards, unlike Travis. So <laughs> <laughs> he is a good face of the brand. Wait, what does, I haven't even seen what Travis's skin, I haven't, I can't believe Travis skincare. I haven't even seen yeah, this on Barker. the news. Oh, it's a CBD skincare line. That makes a bit more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Join the other 14,000 CBD skincare brands. (laughs) There was a video actually while we're talking about celebrities. Yeah. Obviously there's all this talk about Adam Levine cheating on the Artie Prinsloo with an Instagram model. Not ideal. It's very messy. How come they don't know? Do they not know that you can screenshot messages (laughs) on Instagram? (laughs) I thought the same thing. I'm like, I was like, he's brazen. Like, going why in on are you creating like a fake Instagram account? When I account? first saw her TikTok about it, yeah. the, the girl that he cheated with, I assumed he allegedly must be on a Finsta. I thought uh, he must have. It must be on a Finsta. There's no way that he's on his normal Instagram. And then I saw the screenshots, and I was like, Are you joking? Yeah. <laughs> he deserves to get caught. Yeah. That was stupid. <laughs> but Yad's couch, who spoke to us about celebrity skincare ranges. Yeah posted a very funny TikTok. Super funny. Which we're going to open it and play it for you. This is a skincare routine recommendation for Adam Levine. If you are not Adam Levine, you can keep scrolling. But as a dermal therapist, it is my job to get people the right skincare and I do think this is the right skincare for Adam Levine. I would start with the St. Ives apricot scrub, double cleanse with it in the morning (laughs) when you wake up. Then I would follow that with the Glam Glow glitter mask. Really, really great following a scrub. Then I would keep the rest of the morning routine simple and just lather your face with uh, coconut oil. No SPF. My boyfriend down. used to do his coconut oil. After a full day of Adam Levining, and we all know what Adam Levining means, I would do a double cleanse again with the St. Ives apricot scrub. Simple is key. Then I'd rub half a lemon on my face and follow with a little baking soda. Leave it on the skin for about 10 minutes. 
then I'd like rub coconut oil and, and get into the bed and stay off your phone before bed. We all know it interrupts your sleep. <laughs> So that's Yadza's routine for Adam Levine. Obviously, we know that she's trying to impair his barrier with that yes. routine, which he deserves at this point. <laughs> I didn't realise Adam Levine was uh, the face of proactive at one point. Yes. And basically, for those listening that can't see, it's his face and he's holding a tube of proactive in one hand and then he's pointing to his mouth with his with finger. His index finger. And his index finger f- looks like an a, pe- a penis. Yeah, like it really does. And so other guys, there's like a big sign in a, and it's in on a perfect shopping level to stand yeah. next to so it. So it, it's in a shopping centre, this huge promotional stand. Like a cardboard cutout. Yeah, cardboard. And you've got guys standing in front of the finger. <laughs> it looks like, it looks so much like a d- I can't get over it. Anyway. We'll put that into the video yeah. so that people can see it. Yeah, I do love all the Adam Levine slander, I'm not going to lie. He's, he, he deserved that. <laughs> anyway, good to be back in the studio. I know. I've loved this. Mm, we'll see you all next week. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.